You're listening to a 726 podcast. Oh my goodness, it's been two months. Why not do another one of these? Welcome back to Stories from My Youth. I am Steven, and God, we got a bunch to catch up on. So, since we last recorded, I found out. I think I might have known in the last episode, I just didn't say it, but Autumn's pregnant again. Um, we took one of these early at-home sneak peek previews to see what the gender was, and she has to, like, prick her finger and drip blood into this little tube and send it back to this, this company or whatever, and it kind of came back and said we were having another boy, and that's what we thought for, like, maybe two months, maybe, and then we went in to the, the legit doctor for the actual ultrasound, and, um... She's like, do you guys know what you're having? And we're like, yeah, it's, it's going to be a boy, whatever. We found out. Two boys. So um, we go through with the ultrasound, and she's she's looking. And she doesn't confirm or deny the gender, but after um, they did, like, an external and an internal ultrasound, and on the internal one, you could see clear as day that that was indeed a little baby girl. So now we'll have one of each. We have, we have Grayson right now. And in September, we'll have Luna. Luna Ray. So that's kind of exciting. Now two kids means I'm getting older. I just feel fucking old all the time. I wake up and my back hurts. And sometimes I take a drink of water and my back hurts. So this past week, I had to go in to the... uh, Back to the eye doctors. For like a yearly checkup or whatever. Because apparently you have to do that. And... I was telling her, like, I had these glasses for about three months, and everything was good for those three months, but after I noticed, like, a steady decline. Like, right now I'm squinting to look at look at stuff with my glasses on, and it wasn't like that when I first got them. So she's like, oh, it definitely sounds like your prescription needs to change. It's getting worse. Long story short, at 28 years old, I need bifocals. Like, I'm a fucking 80-year-old man. No offense, Dad. Dad, Dad has bifocals. He's not quite 80. So that was that was that was a nice shock. Bifocals at twenty eight. That's wonderful. So um, also on the agenda, Cody Cody's setup. Thinking it might be easier just to have a setup at Cody's house. So when we when we do these episodes, because it'll probably be multiple episodes, just because we have a ton of shit to just ramble about. Um, my sister-in-law found my old microphone that we thought was gone forever. It somehow got put in with their stuff. So I'll have that back. I just need to get a mixer and like a micro USB and a XLR cable for Cody. Everything will be all set there and then we can just kind of fire off episodes over and over. Maybe it won't take two months for uh, for me to put on another one. Before we get into today's stories, let me just plug the... Uh, the Twitter and the Instagram, I mean the, uh, the Instagram, what a fucking asshole, and the email, sfmypodcast at gmail. If you have questions or requests for any type of story, be willing to take that. Um, and the Twitter is at Stephen JPP, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-J-P-P. And like I said last episode, that's a, as a reference to the sports podcast I do with my brother, Steve, Sean. <laughs> I almost said my brother, Steve. Fuck. And our buddy, Steve. So let's get into today's story. Like I was talking about before, um, we have Grayson right now. He's like three and a half. And 
the scariest part of being a parent, a parent, to me at least, is like, your kid getting hurt, but also, like, the second after you think they just got really hurt. So, first of all, Grayson's the best. Listen to the, I got a clip of him the other day listening to the Grinch. Listen to this. I mean, explaining the Grinch. Listen. They were trying to find a reindeer and... And the reindeer, I mean, the goats were trying to come up and do the little, like this. And then what did the Grinch say? <laughs> Strange little goat. Strange little goat. I know. He's the best. But I felt like when he was little, he was like, just carelessly getting hurt. Like, running on the couch. And we have like an L-shaped couch. where It's kind of two couch cushions and then this long part. Um, and he was running from the long part to try to get to the couch and his foot just completely missed the couch and he fell, it's landed right on his melon. And I was like, <gasps> oh, well, he's definitely got brain damage, huh? And he just kind of got up and ran away and he was fine. But like when he was like super little and he first learned to walk, his aunt and his grandmother were babysitting him and he fell and he ripped off his entire fingernail. And I don't know how old you are when you walk, but he was, like, just learning to walk. So he was super young. I remember one time Autumn texted me at work and said she was giving him a bath. And she dropped, like, the baby shampoo right on his balls. Like, crushed his nutties. Nobody wins. And then there was one time I was just recording him with my camera. Um, We have a lot of footage where I have, like, this little 10, 15-minute video made up right now of, like, Grayson and starts from us like autumn and i driving to the hospital the morning he's delivered and then it's like it goes into like a year of his photos and then it's his first birthday party so throughout the first year i was always taking just random video clips and i still try to do it every now and then now but there's one where he's like walking in the bathroom and for some reason just one spot on the bathroom floor is wet and he slips and his leg like bends away i've never seen any limb bend on any person and it's on camera, and he kind of folds underneath himself, and I was like, oh my god, and he started crying, and I just felt like garbage, I'm like, I'm over here recording, not helping, and you just broke your knee in half, but he's fine, you know what I mean, like, sometimes kids just bounce off shit, so I got two stories today of when I bounced off stuff, and the first one is when I bounced my face off the pavement, so it was 1998, obviously winter time, because we're sledding, um, so we lived in a duplex and we had a one parking spot in front of our house, but then we had like this sort of steep driveway that went all the way into our backyard. So our, our duplex, we had like, you would walk into the house on the first floor, but when you went down to the basement, you would go out into the backyard. So the basement, uh, the backyard is like an entire level lower. So we would always go down the hill like on our sleds and stuff and build jumps and get hurt and it was great so this time we're sledding everything's going fine and um i think i went down with sean or maybe alone but we were walking back up together and sean was just in front of me and i slipped on the ice and i'm like seven years old it's at this point and i just go down like chin first and my chin smacks on like the hard packed down snow and ice and i was like oh christ it felt like i got hit by a truck so I was kind of like trying to get my bearings and I stood up and I, I, knew, I remember I didn't cry, but I was just like, 
dude, I need a nap. Not realizing, like, that's a sign of a concussion or whatever. But I was like, you want to go inside and lay down and watch a movie? So Sean and I went in. Mom must have been at work because dad was home with us. And I remember dad saw my chin and he's like, Jesus Christ, what happened? And I was like, oh, I just, I just fell. And he's like, and he made me like look up so he could see it. And he's like, yeah, that's going to need stitches. Wonderful. So he puts a bandaid on my chin and we go to the local hospital, which at the time was known as Goodall Hospital. And I remember when we got there in the, in the ER, it was packed, like, there were two empty seats in the waiting room for me and my father to sit, and that had to be about it. And we waited for four whole hours in the waiting room. And I didn't cry. I didn't, I wasn't running around. I was just sitting there. There was a TV on. I was watching that. There was little magazines and stuff. And I was just chilling for four hours. And then they came out, and they called my name. And I feel like I remember everyone clapping because they were like, oh, God, this kid's been waiting this entire time. Finally, he's he's going to get treated. And when they said I could come back there, that's when it was real to me. And I'm like, I started crying. I was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to get stitches. They are literally going to sew my flesh back together. And I I don't remember walking back to the to the emergency rooms, like the specific rooms or whatever. But I remember crying and my dad holding my hand and he, he kind of, he was kind of chuckling. You know what I mean? And where, where are we? We're, so I'm laying on like the bed and I'm looking straight up and they don't show me the needle for the Novocaine. They trick me. I don't think you call it Novocaine. I think maybe that's just for teeth, but they trick me. And my dad said, look it up as far as you can. And I just did it right now, so the mic probably distorted. But he said, look up as far as you can so he can see how bad it is. And when I looked up, that's when they hit me with the shot. And I remember, I remember like a little pinch from the shot or whatever, but I don't remember it being like super terrible. So they stitched me up. I can't remember how many are there. The scar is still there. Grayson always asks me what it is when he says, I have a beard. And I got this little Pedro mustache and a couple chin hairs. But I respect him for calling it a beard. So we get out of the hospital. We go back to my house. Uh, my mom is home at this point. And you know what? I was a big boy today. I busted my chin. I sat in the waiting room. I didn't fuss until I realized they were going to treat me like a ripped up toy or some shit. And we got to go to Burger King. And you know what I got at Burger King? I got the Rugrats movie Chucky Watch. And if you Google Rugrats Chucky Watch or Burger King Chucky Watch, um, it's the band is like it's kind of like jungle themed or whatever. And I thought that that watch was the coolest shit. Like that was way worth four hours of my life sitting there doing nothing. And at the time, I don't know if it's still like this, but the Sanford, um, the Burger King in Sanford where I live had a like a playground in it like a play place i know a lot of places don't do that anymore but we got to play in there and it was awesome and we were getting ready to go and i was like hold on i'm gonna go down the slide one more time and just like a seven-year-old with no common sense i dove down the slide head first and i remember my dad going what ails you huh that if you know my dad what ails you is a is a classic don lamont quote from our childhood um and he's like if you hit your chin even a little bit that would have split wide open again and i was like such stupid mistakes.
mistakes. It, the, the stitches on my chin, that's completely separate from the time my brother Brennan hit me in the eye. This metal post, it was like the, uh, the bed post for one of my sister's beds. And we were playing baseball, and I was like, yeah, I'll just stand behind you if you want. And he fucking smashed me right on the corner of my eye. Um, I was super young for that. I don't I don't know what my age was. I don't know what year that was. I was really young. I do remember running up the, the hill crying and my dad, to my dad, again, all these stories. Um, I, can't, I can't remember what year that was. But later in that year, um, it had to be towards the end of summer, 1998. The day after Dad signed me up for football, me, Sean, Brandon, my two brothers, were out, and we're at near the junior high school. We're riding bikes. If you know Sanford, you know the junior high has that long ass hill that winds a little bit by Goins Park. Might be called Goins Street. I don't know. It's right next to the gazebo. Um, and Sean had the idea. He's like, "When we go down the hill, no brakes." And Sean is my older brother, and to me, that is not a suggestion. That is an order. So, I go down first because I don't know. I'm the youngest. Why would that happen? So, I'm going down the hill. I get past, like, the... It's it's a very long S. Like, it's not sharp at all. But, I mean, it's a hill, and, I, and I'm moving. And for some reason, there's a car coming at me. And there's also a car coming at me in the other lane. So someone, they're either racing or someone's trying to pass. And I start doing the death wobble where I shake the handlebars back and forth because I don't know if I'm trying to turn left or right. Uh, my handlebars go completely sideways and I flip right up in the air. I don't know how my bike ended up where it did because I was too busy tumbling through the air like a maniac. So I hit my head and I slid and I scratched my back. And I remember like, when you're a kid and you get really hurt, you're scared and you pop back up like nothing's wrong. And I remember like popping up onto my forearms and I was kind of like leaning on, on the sidewalk where I was. And I'll never forget the guy in the white car got out and I'm like, fuck, this guy's going to take me to the hospital. I don't know him. I'm going to have to talk to him. No, that shithead grabbed my bike and threw it out of the road and kept driving. Like he was like, I am not dealing with this little shit. So, <laughs> so Brennan and Sean get down to the hill and um oh god this is going to be this is going to be a bad part Sean asked me if I can still ride my bike so I go to pick up my shoulder and where my collarbone broke when I lifted up my arm the bone rubbed together so like think they were like if you put your your index fingers together you put your finger on top of your other fingernail it was kind of like that and then if you move your finger down and they flick against you. That's what my bone did. But I, I didn't want to cry because I was in so much shock. And I was afraid someone was going to make us go to the hospital. So I could have looked up the distance. But I'm going to say it's about a mile, mile and a half back to our house. And Brandon rides home. And he's going to tell the neighbor who was babysitting us that day. Sean is five, six years older than me. So he was basically a babysitter until he got his own life. And then we had other people babysit us. But... Our parents would always, you know, let the neighbors know. Like, if they need anything, they'll, they'll come over. So, Brennan rushes home to tell her our neighbor, Lisa. And Lisa has to call mom because mom is working at a hotel in Agunkwit, which is like this beach town in, in Maine, if, you, if you're if you not from here. 
and she cleans like condos and stuff so we get back to their to the house and we just we go right to lisa's house obviously instead of our house and so she calls mom tells her like steven had an accident he fell off the bike um his arm might be messed up but so it seemed like the way the bone was broken like you could see the bone like poking at the skin it wasn't protruding like a compound fracture um but you could like see it pushing up against the skin but Lisa told mom she could see the bone through the skin. So when my mom got there, she was expecting fucking collarbone to be sticking out of my head. So I don't really remember much about the waiting room or mom picking me up or the drive over. I think shock kind of erased that. I remember having to get an x-ray and thinking, God damn, this jacket is heavier than I am. You know, that lead jacket that they put on you. I don't know. If, yeah, they. I think they still do that. They should. Um, they, so I remember I had the lead jacket, he took the x-ray and I kept thinking like this doctor's an asshole. Cause he kept trying to embarrass me in front of mom. He's like, Oh, all those girls are going to think your scar's pretty cool. I didn't get a scar from it, but it, they thought like the bone was going to poke out all the time. And I'm like, bro, my mom's right here. Give me a fucking break. Shut up. So because we had just signed up for for football, I feel like that's towards the end of the summer. And maybe, like, my seven-year-old brain made it worse than I thought because I felt like it was all summer I was in that sling. But I also had to wear the sling in second grade, like, going into the year. Because my friend Anthony used to always give me shit and say, Put on the thingy! Put on the thingy! And that was the sling. What? What did the sling look like? Oh, it was navy blue. And because I didn't get to waste enough of my summer and be totally sad, my parents got a nice rainbow strap for it. So I'm walking around like an asshole with my arm in a sling and a rainbow sl- a rainbow strap at seven years old. And kids are not kind. Things I remember from this situation. Um, I keep saying it, but again, if you're from the area, a local like top 40s channel is Q97.9. I remember... I- it hurt to walk upstairs. Like, once the shock wore off, I noticed it hurt to walk. And I'm like, why does it hurt? This is my arm. Um, so I couldn't walk upstairs to the bathroom. So I remember I had to pee in a pink Q97.9 bottle that my mother held while I peed in it. Not sure. Not sure I'm going to regret sharing that last bit of info. But um, I remember there was this Pearl Jam song. And I can't remember what it's called. I haven't looked it up since. And I just thought of this song again the other day. It's like it's like a it's raining and there's a car crash and I couldn't stop, so I swerved to the right. Something about his wife dies, and for some reason I was like obsessed with that song, that summer or whatever. So Sean and Brandon were trying to make me feel better, and they call up the the Q the P bottle radio station, and they request that song, and they pretended they didn't know what the song was and they'd never heard of it before. They're like, yeah, we don't we don't have that. I don't know what that is. And I know goddamn well I've heard it on that station before. Because that's the only station we listened to in the car. Because that's that's all we had in the fucking late nineties. So no no maybe it was just karma for pissing into their fucking their free merchandise. And the worst almost as bad as the uh almost as bad as the doctor. My friend um, her name was Bobby Jean. She had the nerve to come over and see if I was okay. Had my fucking parents thinking I had a girlfriend. You believe that shit? 
Christ. Now I remember she came over and I went out. I, I remember I went outside and I was standing there and camera seven year old bullshit we were talking about. And then, um, God, that night my brothers were giving me shit right in front of my parents. Like, oh yeah, girl came over. It was awesome. He was, might be his girlfriend. I'm like, I don't, me, no, I don't, I don't like girls. Like, the, I don't have emotion. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. No, girls are cool, but I don't. I don't have crushes. That's 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 weird. And I was like that for a long time. This is this is totally separate. I'm not gonna get into this story, but fucking quick story because I got like ten minutes left. Maybe the time I gave myself an ear infection. So jumping around on the bed with Brandon, and I'm pretty sure it was this kid Sean. Um, different Sean. He spelled it scene, like an asshole. So we're jumping around on the bed, and for some reason we start playing this game where we have these little beads, and we stick them in our ear, and then we roll our head around and it rolls back out into our hand, and I was like, oh, you think that's funny? So I took tinfoil, and I put it in my ear, and then I would take it out, and it like, I don't know, like putting stuff in our ear was like the funny game, but... I remember my mom went to clean my ears with a Q-tip, which is a huge no-no. Apparently, you're not supposed to do that. Um, and she was like, what the fuck is Doug in your head right now? And we couldn't figure it out for the longest time. It was like hundreds in hospital bills, in doctor's bills. Like, even the doctor was like, I, I don't know. I've never seen this before. I can't even tell you what that is. Um, fast forward a little bit later. We're jumping around on the bed again. We're, we're wrestling or whatever. And my ear felt warm, and I shook my head, and I caught a piece of fucking tinfoil. I'd left a piece of tinfoil in my ear for, like, maybe a month, maybe two. And I went and I gave it to my mom, and I was like, this just fell out of my ear. And she was looking at it, and I remember her face thinking, you little shit. You shoved this in your ear and couldn't get it out. But honest to fucking God, I did not know it was still in there. Because I would have said something like, mom, get this shit out. I remember I put it in there. And I pulled it out. And it seemed like it was all there. But, like, putting beads in our ear? Like, what are we, dumb? What is... I don't know what we were fucking... What we were trying to accomplish there. But, I mean, all the... As far as I know, all the little beads came out. It was just a tinfoil that left behind. And, I mean, they were, like, putting eardrops on top of it. And I remember him with the ear thing. And he's just like, I... It's something you never want to hear the doctor say. Is, yeah, I've never seen this before. You're, you're fucked, pal. We're going to have to amputate. So that was the... uh it was just a couple quick stories from my youth. You see what I did? I added, this, I added the podcast title there. Um, Yeah, like I said at the beginning, you can hit me up on Twitter or my email. If you have questions you want me to answer on the show, maybe they'll spawn uh, stories or maybe you know of a story that's happened to me and you want me to do that one next... Hit me up. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you need me, I'll be wearing bifocals. See ya!